We're off to the races. Merry Christmas, Stephen. Last week was Halloween, <laughs> and this week is Christmas. This week is Christmas. Um, we are just skipping around the calendar, friends. Yeah. Speaking of calendar, I feel like last weekend was really weird because we both lied to each other. Do you remember this? We lied to each other? Oh, on, my God. On Friday, on Friday, we both were texting about a movie called Tar, and you said to me, would you ever go see this movie? And I said, no. And you're like, oh, yeah, me neither. Same. <laughs> and and then, then? And then the next day, simultaneously, both. <laughs> both of us saw the movie across the country and walked out of the theater at literally the same literally exact the same time. time. <laughs> with, with two very different reactions. Two very different takes on Tar. <laughs> on Tar. Okay. I texted you, like, Can, would you see this movie? And you're like, no, I'm just like... I, I felt like I needed to be in the mind space for it. I want to be clear. It was yeah. two hours and 38 minutes. Oh my God. That was, okay. Basically, I had a negative reaction. You had a more positive. I had a positive reaction. And and now that I've had time to sit with Tar, I can definitely say it's a quote unquote good <laughs> movie, whatever that means. But yeah. it was so long. And it was one of those movies where every scene I thought to myself, this could be the last scene. And I really <laughs> hope it is. Even though I've only been here for 15 minutes, I really hope that this is the last scene. <laughs> I was I was definitely glancing at my watch towards the end. I was like, okay, we gotta be wrapping this up. Yeah, but I was mostly disappointed because they were they were kind of spelling out a fun mystery. Let's just say I don't want to spoil. Yeah. And when I realized, okay, ridiculous of me, but when I realized there was only like 20 minutes left, I was like, oh, we're not gonna get the mystery. Like it's just gonna end. It's gonna be one of those. I honestly can't even remember remember what <laughs> what what this said mystery is. I could barely I could barely pay attention. Um and yeah. I think I think it reminded me why why I like movies like Falling for Christmas a whole lot more. Whole lot better. Whole much lot better. better. Much better. Even though I would say Falling for Christmas was had more plot confusion than Tar. Tar was more. Uh, Tar was actually more straightforward. Of Tar a movie. was more streamlined of a movie for <laughs> more sure. St- more streamlined. <laughs> I was gonna say, Falling for Christmas has a, a structure you can really hang your hat on, but the way they fill it out is full kook. <laughs> full kook. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and and I think like okay, you a movie like Tar. The titles. The title is Tar, so we know the movie mm-hmm. is about Tar. Falling mm-hmm. for Christmas, the title, the title is is something that makes sense on a Christmas level, but it, it doesn't really make sense with what actually happens in the movie. She she more she tumbles for Christmas. Well she tumbles. She, <laughs> she rolls she, for Christmas. She, well she free falls, but the problem is the preposition. She doesn't fall for Christmas. She falls around Christmas. Around Christmas. <laughs> She falls a little bit before Christmas. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, head injury before Christmas. Oh my God, I love this like t- kind of title though. It only makes sense too with a movie poster like the one we got with like a bandage on her head. You're like, oh, I yeah. get it now. Falling. I get it. Falling. And I get it. I get it, right? Like she's going to fall literally and she's going to fall in love with Christmas. She just doesn't really fall in love with Christmas. No, and it's not neither, about Christmas. It's not really about Christmas. It's more winter, which is fine with me. I, I like winter as well, but the connection to Christmas was pretty tangential in the same way that Halloween Tentative. ends. To Halloween, yeah. Halloween ends was very unrelated to um, Halloween. 
Yeah, very similar movies, let me tell you, with <laughs> very that. Very similar movies. Most of the days weren't Christmas. <laughs> Most mostly of, all of them. Mostly all of them and very similar to Halloween Ends. I had no idea how long this movie was. Not in terms of length of the movie, but like how many days was she... Was she a house Hurt. a house person at this yeah. <laughs> at this Oh that was at that the was North at the North Star hilarious. Lodge. North Star Lodge, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the same thought. I think it was like three days, two or three. Daddy I guess- a lot of daddy work in this movie. <laughs> daddy. We, which makes me really uncomfortable. I yeah. feel like if oh can you say daddy like I can't I couldn't no, play this but, part. I couldn't when, play this part. Is and what when, I'm saying. <laughs> when she, every time she said "daddy" or "my dead mom," all I could think of <laughs> was like all like I that. could think of was uh, her channeling her own relationship with Michael and Dina, Michael and Dina Lohan. Michael and Dina Lohan. She's always Mark. like my mom. My mom always said this, and then we find out and that I'm her like, mom was dead when she was. Very young. Like five. And, yeah. and she had already said that her only memories of her were her perfume and her scent. Smell really does that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the daddy and mommy work was, the daddy of it all was really scary for me. I couldn't, I don't seem natural saying that. There are some girls that it really works. It really works <laughs> some girls that. love to say. Some girls it totally works. They're like, oh, my daddy's coming. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what kind of daddy? What is he? Does he... Does he pay for your, your braces or yeah. <laughs> other stuff? Yeah, what did your daddy pay for? Your what braces kind of or your bag? <laughs> yeah, or something worse. No, yeah, the daddy work is always so uncomfortable for me, but Lindsay sells it and she's sold it before. This is like a rehash of um, some stuff we've seen from her, I think. This isn't the first time she's done spoiled to not. I think she did it in Just My Luck, although I don't really remember that plot. Right. She she's definitely tackled the spoiled rich girl for sure in oh, yes. before. In, in in some of her earlier works. Um but I think what's interesting about this movie is is that from from the beginning you get a sense and me I I couldn't tell if she was making a choice to express to us that she didn't really love her lifestyle as an heiress or if she was just kind of not engaged with with the filmmaking. But from the beginning of the movie, we wake up and she's in um, some sort of glamorous hotel room. Mm-hmm. Full silk, full silk. Full yeah, silk. She's swimming in silk. Mm-hmm. And it nice. <laughs> <laughs> it did look nice, actually. But you got to keep your hotel room really warm in the cold. Otherwise, that silk's going to be <laughs> going to get cold. Yeah, doesn't retain heat. Chilly. And she has that eye mask on and she's doing everything with the mask on. So I'm like, whoa, she is remembered. Yeah, she she had that. She's memorized is what I meant. She positioned herself perfectly so her arm would would perfectly hit the phone. But when she wakes up with her her wake-up call, she's acting kind of unenthused, wouldn't she say? Yeah, it it feels like business as usual, like a, a routine of hers. But I'm like, how is this a routine? Like, you're at a hotel that you don't stay at, but it's her routine. <laughs> that she's never been to before. It's like a hotel that she's never been to before or ever, but she's got like the set morning. And I read The Power <laughs> of Habit, okay? And I know how memory and habit works. And this bitch uh, has a habit down. Yeah. And her habit is like, reaches for the phone, 
she says like no thank you or whatever hangs she up. hangs up mid-conversation hits the uh, rude so rude <laughs> hits the blinds the things open all before she has taken her silk mask off and right. this is something we're gonna we're gonna see this again we're gonna later. see yeah she you're right well that's something that the movie i think has a really tricky relationship with is their understanding of amnesia because there are some things that bleed <laughs> what would you remember that bleed into her am- amnesiatic state and some things that don't yeah. Like her like morning said, routine bleeds in bleeds as well as her, her fear of bacon, but other mm-hmm. things and Not her so childlike much. love of snow globes. But other than that, <laughs> like a lot of other things don't make the cut. I was going to say, I think, well, I, at first I was really confused. I'm like, what would you remember with amnesia? Like, would you remember how to make your bed? Maybe, maybe not. But I, like I said, hey, bragging, read The Power of Habit. And The Power of Habit is all about how that habit loop lives yeah. in another part of your brain. Mm. So I was like, wow, this movie is smart. This movie's smarter than I thought. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> sure. So before, Good job, she, Netflix. before she has her concussion, though, she wakes up. We have her, her group of people that are helping her. They come in. Mm. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Did you know that was her sister? What? Her sister was the, <gasps> the sty- brown-haired babe was in the back. The, was the stylist, like with the edgy bob. Oh my god, I knew she looked familiar, and I I don't know what I was gonna call her, but she that's Allie, her sister. Allie, Allie Lohan is what you call would her. Call. Allie, <laughs> love you, Allie girl. They're from my um home, Long Island. Yeah, so yeah. so they come in, and she is getting ready for her day. They're picking her outfit. Basically, she has she has no she has nothing really going on during her day, and then, and then we cut to the slopes, which I love to see. These are great shots, like action shots of the slopes. Really good action shots, and now the male lead. I know that his name was some Cord Overstreet, right? Yeah, that's not his real name. <laughs> But I, I didn't have a face for who he was. Like, I didn't know what he looked like. So, oh, no. I'm like, his name's Jake. <laughs> no. So when we when we see on the slopes, we see her father and this guy having a conversation. It was hard to internalize, like, what they were saying. And Oh, yeah. What... Not at, I didn't take it as plot yet because we hadn't even been introduced to him. Exactly. So we find out that this one guy wants something from her dad. And yes. what that is was was a little bit confusing for me at the beginning because I just I didn't know how we were how invested we were supposed to be in this person. It took me a second watch to realize like oh we're introduced to him way sooner than when he finds her like dead at the foot <laughs> of a tree like we're introduced to him twenty minutes before that. Twenty I minutes didn't realize. before and um. It, we'll get to it, but but I really didn't like I didn't bank this in my memory bank. So the fact that him and her had already met before, oh yeah, he smashes into her <laughs> and he gets coffee on her. Like was outfit. didn't come, didn't come back to me until almost the end of the movie. So it was yeah. very confusing. So um, this movie wanted you to experience memory loss as well. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it's it an really, all-encompassing experience. It, it really did feel like I was having memory loss, but. Also, I, it's ridiculous ahead. that I needed a second watch through of this. And that's all I'm going to say. It actually There's didn't, no way I should have. It didn't click until I watched it a second time. <laughs> it really didn't. Because then then I was able to appreciate the, 
the relationship and it made me realize that they had a totally missed opportunity here to make the movie so much more darker than it could have been um because i think it would have been way more interesting if he did know who she was and he was keeping her hostage there. Oh my god, a Dun Dunbar beast scenario. Yeah, don't go he, in the West Wing. Where he was Come keeping, to my castle. keeping her hostage, and he wouldn't release her back to her parents until they decided to invest in the lodge. That that's is a the dark movie. read, but I love it. That's the movie. Kidnapped. I, yeah, kidnapped for Christmas. And kidnapped around Christmas. Although I guess that's sort of similar to that Melissa Joan Hart movie. Haven't seen it. Not familiar. (laughs) You haven't seen Holiday in Handcuffs when she (laughs) when she kidnaps Mario Lopez. Um, I will say I only watch these movies specifically for this podcast, so I'm being held against my will right now. Everyone at home, you know who else is being held against their will is that trolley hot chocolate girl who who has girl who has to walk around the locker room and give out hot chocolate to the guys (laughs) as they're getting changed. That was really uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, I don't remember that. I'm not remembering a trolley hot chocolate girl. Okay, so they go, they ski down to the foot of the lodge. The dad wins and he's like, listen, talk and walk. Give me your pitch as we walk. Yeah. And that's when he explains that he runs a beginner's lodge on the other side of the mountain and he needs financial investment to keep the lodge going. Um, And the dad was like, yeah, great idea, but no. And thanks for coming, but you can have whatever you want from my trolley hot chocolate girl. Ah, uh, yes. And, she's and then he like, gets it. And that's what he ends up spilling on Lindsay. Correct. Ugh. Full circle for me. Thank you for that. Wow. Now, we also maybe get a third an, watch. Maybe you need a third. <laughs> now, we also get my favorite character in the movie during this opening sequence. Is it Tad? Of course it it's Tad. Oh, I hated Tad. I hated him. I am so tired of these like influencer like stereotypes. It's ridiculous. It was an influencer stereotype, but he also, you know, Tad has a sexual awakening during the movie. The whole movie, I kept going, I don't want to say this to Steven, but I want to be like, Tad's gay, right? Not only is Tad gay. But Tad's definitely gay. Tad's Austin Powers. Like the way that he was talking sounded... He was doing a gay Austin Powers, and I don't Pat's know if that's gay. redundant, but it was, it was so, the choices that he was making was so far removed from the tone of the movie, it was so bizarre. I know, I know. <laughs> I did, know. He made me laugh, but he, what made me laugh even more was his performance in the blooper reel that comes during the end credits. I love a blooper reel. That was such a lovely surprise. Yeah. Did he break character in the blooper reel? I don't remember. Probably. He he breaks character a little bit, but he also hams it up even more. It's really oh funny. God. And he makes he, makes he makes Lindsay laugh. <laughs> oh, that play this movie was so slapstick at times. I I almost couldn't believe it. I was like, really? This is what we went for? It was it was it was slapstick, but I think one of the problems with the movie was that they they didn't the editor didn't know when to cut the slapstick scenes. They always seemed to they always went on for a beat too long. Like they never <laughs> knew when to Get like out. when yeah when she was when she was struggling with the fitted sheet. It was it was funny the first time, but then they kept making her do the same the same move the same move, and it was kind of like okay. 
I've been on sets before and it's like you know they're like we have a lot of this kind of footage just pad out this uh pad out this montage with this yeah <laughs> they did I mean the funniest slapstick for sure because I really haven't seen it done like this was when she was making eggs and she just slammed the eggs onto the, <laughs> onto the table <laughs> And it just splattered everywhere. That was very funny and felt very fresh. And then he steps in. He's like, okay, my turn. I loved when she saw the raccoon and she flips backwards over the armchair. That was good, too. Um, Because the raccoon was like a puppet. (laughs) It's like not even like I'm pretty sure this movie could afford an animal wrangler for a day. Yeah. But they went with a puppet instead. It was very good. Anyway, so we find out that Tad, who I thought originally, because he was he was he was coming across as very gay, I thought was like her friend or something like that. No, we find out that they're actually lovers. These two are are lovers. Lovers. And, <laughs> and they are. He's coming to stay at the lodge, or not the lodge, at the hotel. And oh yeah, the Belmont. The Where Belmont. Is the Belmont is what I wanted to know. Canada, maybe, maybe, maybe it's unimportant. In, I was, I think that it's it's probably in Aspen, near Kyle Richards' house there, or wherever Kathy Hilton had her breakdown on the table. Let's put it there. Yeah, that's her con- where it is. Yeah, the conga line was the near conga there. line breakdown <laughs> was was here. High um, altitude, sickness. Yeah, no sleep before, tired. One, two drinks. <laughs> Conga with me? No. <laughs> Kathy asked if we wanted to do the conga line. <laughs> There's no footage, and I and I just can't help but picture it. <laughs> like a mini, a, bes- a woman going berserk, begging people to do the conga line. <laughs> it reminds me of being like five or t- no, like a little older, and there was communions happening, and in the car beforehand, my mom used to go, "You better get up and dance, or you're gonna be in trouble when we get back later." <laughs> I would have to like participate. Yeah, that's what that's what they needed. They needed they needed a party starter. But we um, needed a stern mom. Okay, we're yeah. off. <laughs> okay, well then we also get to see the North Star Lodge, which initially feels very it feels very tonally similar to. Castle Dun Dunbar, or actually no, yeah, it feels similar. Charming. Feels similar to the hotel that happened to be near Castle Dun Dunbar. That, that, yes, because <laughs> Dun Dunbar had seen better days. Let's just say. Yeah, Dun Dunbar was cold, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and we meet, we meet, um, the main guy's daughter, and we find mm-hmm. out that her mom is dead. And now, if you think that this is the only dead mom in the movie, you're wrong. Think again. <laughs> There's two dead moms in the movie, which is a lot. Now, did you find the the one guy at the resort very confusing? The assistant guy? Who looked very similar to him and really wasn't given a name and we never see him. Like I feel like I feel like he was written into the script and then written out because he was there in the beginning and played like sort of a minor role and then he's gone as soon as Lindsay Lohan shows up. Doesn't he get in the car at the end with Tad though? In the ultimate callback? No. Is that the same guy? No. Oh, we're talking about someone else. That's the blonde haired, scary looking butler from the hotel. Yeah, the blonde haired, scary butler. Yeah. Oh, um, we're talking about somebody else that I don't recall right now. Yeah, there's there's this helper guy at the North Star Lodge in the beginning, but he he um he kind of goes away when Lindsay arrives. Yeah, because they're like 
we need a job for Lindsay. <laughs> so they fire him. Get out of here, man. They fire their paid employee and they take on her who's working for free. Unpaid, yeah. Because like she has no name, so why? we can't put it on the books. <laughs> we also see but, a really okay. scary scene at the North Star Lodge where they open the drawer of his desk and there oh, yeah. is a terrifying angel doll. Were you scared of the angel? Well, it was it was a little bit creepy the way that it was filmed, um, I will say. She looked like a doll, like a dead doll. Yeah, she looked more doll-like than angel-like for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at Bel- the Belmont and Daddy has come through and met Tad at the table. Insufferable scene, if you ask me. But I need to bring it up only because that's where Lindsay goes, no bacon for me. I don't do bacon. I don't do so bacon. That's so another, that's another thing that has carried past her memory and if you loss. And if you hear that line and you, and you think to yourself, oh, that's, that's, just, that's just the line in the movie, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's actually you better gonna, be paying it's actually closer gonna, attention. Yeah, it's like, it's like your spinning top in Inception. It's the thing you have mm-hmm. to keep your eye on so you know, <laughs> if you know if you're in the real world or the fake world. It's like, is Lindsay eating bacon? We'll tell you whether or not she has amnesia. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do bacon seemed like a throwaway on the first watch on the second watch no 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 no, no. it's like the sixth sense like you really gotta have your eye on it that's why i thought it would have been funny if blink if, or you miss to, to to let us know that that's that line was important the only way to do it is if she would have yelled it like <laughs> i don't do bacon i don't do bacon and then and it would sl- be like yeah well they were that, going for subtlety in this movie as we've fair. as we as we've concluded it was okay really subtle. there there was a line in this scene that totally shifted i had an oprah aha moment Explain. which is when tad or ted to the dad says ted. oh i'm an influencer blah 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 and her dad says oh you're a salesman and I said, mm-hmm. I said, wow. wow. I never thought about it. You like, are. You're a salesman. Is, he is a salesman. That um, was the best line in this whole movie, hands down. It I was learned really, a lesson. But um, yeah, so we see their relationship. We see that her she's been offered a position as vice president of atmosphere at the Belmont oh, yeah. Hotels. Insane. I was like, this is a trust fund kid, right? Like, why is she being offered a job? Yeah, and then we okay. find we find out that I, the dad feels a lot of guilt because spoiler alert, Lindsay also has a dead mom in the movie, mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the dead mom's dying wish after she gave her that snow globe from Stod. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where's Stod? Stod was uh, to take care of their daughter, and I guess this is what his way of taking his care way of, of her doing it and then and then um sort of insane because it looks like he did it right <laughs> they have they have this really nice heart-to-heart moment where Lindsay goes i really miss her and then <laughs> this was part like they definitely dropped the ball on a lot of the dialogue in the movie but like especially when the dad just goes me too <laughs> when talking about their dead mom <laughs> like there was nothing the dialogue in this movie was insane a it was lot of, by an insane person. All the dialogue was very observational, and and not observational in like an observational humor sense. Observational and just pointing out things Th- that were. That's on. what's there. <laughs> yes, that is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the co- the characters were constantly just pointing and telling you things that were right in front of them. 
constantly constantly yeah there was so much sentence finishing too i was obsessed with it I it's was always like, like oh it's my always God. like is that a hairbrush that's a hairbrush do you have a hairbrush i'm holding a hairbrush can i borrow your hairbrush the hairbrush i'm holding it was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they had to pad out the runtime i'm not I sure love how long this, song. this movie is this song is jingle bell rock i know the words but um <laughs> Oh, like, let's get to that scene. Okay, so that's coming up next. So basically, then we find out that the dad has to go do business. He's going to leave his daughter at the resort yeah. to enjoy some time, which didn't feel like a big deal. Um, yeah. And she's going to spend her time with Tad, and they are going to go on a snowmobiling excursion. Yeah, to do a photo shoot. And I'm like, okay, camera crew, whatever. No, it's an iPhone photo but shoot. I, <laughs> but I felt like we were missing a little bit of information because he says... Like, we're going to go do the photo shoot. And then Lindsay's like, oh, daddy really would have liked it if we had done the photo shoot here. At the hotel. And I was like, oh, is it? Okay, I was like, maybe I'm missing something. But I guess they're just trying to say that he's, like, so wildly influential that whenever he takes a photo, um, sparks a revolution. So, um, yeah, I was really confused. It sounded like a photo shoot. And I was like, yeah, it would be nice if you did it at the family hotel, maybe like for business or something. So I'm expecting like a full photo shoot. And it was just them two with their phone on the top of a mountain. And I was so confused by that. On the top of the mountain. And up until this point, we really don't have a good read on Tad. Like, obviously, he's extremely immature. But I did feel like there was something bubbling under the surface where Tad was could could be a villain, right? Like he could be a bad character. And then he I gave evil energy. So yeah. then I thought, oh, this is good, right? He's going to and we see little, it, he little, proposes little to push. her. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, he's gonna push her off the mountain. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I th- I thought it was funny. Okay, so like it, it, it kind of works where she's dangling from the side of the mountain and he rips the ring off her finger as she falls. Yeah, he holds Kind on. of like it's Go more ahead. important for him to save that than anything. Oh, that was for funny. sure. Yeah, he def- he only holds on to the ring, which was too big. And he, he, he does make a good point. Like, we'll just get it resized. Um, but it slips off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And- that line comes back multiple times. It's too big. The ring. <laughs> File that one away for later. It's too big. That's right. Yeah, it does come back multiple times. Look at us really unpacking things. Also, do we we have to mention the jing- Jingle Bell Rock scene on the way up to the mountain. Um, Lindsay gives us her best Mean Girls. She sings Jingle Bell Rock, and they yeah. there's a touch screen that that you go around in a circle, and that's how you get the volume up and down. Yeah, it sounds like she warmed up by by gargling on some gravel. And I love this song. <laughs> Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. And then for those Mean Girls lovers out there, or correct me if I'm wrong, he cuts out and like changes it or talks over the parts in the movie that she wouldn't have been singing. And then she comes back on, what a bright time, which is what she does in Mean Girls. So I think it was like a callback and I loved it. I'll take your correct word for me. it. I'll, I'll take Steven your word for it. Steven hates Mean Girls, so. I don't hate Mean Girls, but it's, it's... It's not it's not your thing. It's not my thing. But I did, I did enjoy... It, it always makes me laugh, like, when people, when people say that very normal songs are their favorite songs ever. Oh, I'm like, really? That's your favorite? <laughs> my favorite song is Jingle Bell Rock. It's like saying... I love Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Anyway, they're, they're at the top of the mountain. Tad... Can I, can I bring up a line that she says at the top? Uh-huh. She says... 
make me look sporty but not sweaty and i thought she said i want to look 40 <laughs> and he says it's all smoke and mirrors baby it's all smoke and mirrors baby <laughs> but i just want to bring that up okay yeah they they take their sleigh ride up their their ski ride up um she's getting like whipped in the face by branches it's all very funny they propose he takes the picture she falls off the mountain yeah and those rolls down the hill were pretty next level. It was like longer than <laughs> any fall I'd ever seen. I mean, she should be dead. She should. For, oh yeah. Should, she should for sure be dead. Now, at yeah. the same time, the uh, the North Star is chartering a a sleigh ride with mm-hmm. this couple that I wish we got to spend a little more time with. Oh the, yeah, they were magnetic. I was they like, were, who are you? They were very. When they, they, so they're scream singing in the carriage. Yeah, wait, they're singing as they pull up to her body. <laughs> they're scream singing and like, and, and the main guy sees a body sprawled out in front of a tree and he's like, whoa, 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 guys, shh, I got to go take a look. And then, yeah. and then they go, then they go, I hope that's not a dead a body. A dead body. <laughs> Is it a dead body? The girl goes. She, her and Tad, for me, were acting in different movies. That one woman and they Tad. Were. Because it was like, like... They they shared a trailer and they were running lines with each other. And they were like, yeah. oh, we got this. And then they got on set. And then they got there and it was like, oh, not the not what we're doing. I Some of this was so Christmas on the nose that it was just like, as an actor, how are you justifying scream singing in the sleigh <laughs> on the way up? Like, what is your character thinking? Because I'm thinking, like, I'm tired. I want to enjoy the scenery. Like, what? Yeah. It was it was bizarre that they were because what I what what you would have expected the scene was that everything we know about his hotel is that it's so boring and no one wants to be there. You would have expected you would have expected him to be the one singing and the yeah. two of them to be like, oh my god, this is so boring. Like, yeah, or just like us. a little more down home. But everyone in this movie looked like a model. Everyone, yeah. everyone was hot. Every last, every single person. Every single person. And then, okay, so they find the dead body there. Great. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of Georgia Rule when she's when she, they find her laying on the floor under the sign. <laughs> yeah, right. Just in to the bring beginning. it back. Just to bring it back. Right in the beginning. Um, yeah. But before we get to the hospital, we also see that Luke's daughter. I keep calling him Luke because Jake. he looks. Luke, the other guy looks like Luke from Summer House. Um, Dead. Jake, his daughter, is at the Christmas wish fair with Uh her grandma. That's making a wish. Yeah, but we also find out that the grandma has a lot of superstitions. And she, she sees things only through her own eyes. Hmm. Okay. She she's like you only get to make one wish. That's all you get for Christmas, and you're not allowed to tell me. Yep, rules. There's a lot of rules. You love rules, <laughs> little girl. They they got the smiliest little girl to play this part. I couldn't believe it. I was Smiley. like, wow. Yeah, she's very good. She has a lot of energy. We see that she writes. She writes a wish for her dad, which is like I think she writes like I wish my dad something, but we don't see what it is. And she yeah, puts holds it, it up, puts it on on the tree, and then we meet. The creepiest Santa. Oh, I thought he was really spot on. He was a good one. You thought oh. he was creepy? Oh, my God. I mean, Santa is creepy. Let's be honest. Like, let's be real here. Okay, but I've never seen Santa work his magic by doing, like, a Christmas snort. And then... and then <laughs> He did. He really did. So he sees her put the wish in, and then he 
closes one nostril and blows out the other, which causes a Christmas wind, and it whips yep. her. It whips her her uh, wish up into the air. And this is actually the same wind wind gust that blows Lindsay Lohan off the mountain and and almost kills her. Oh, is that your theory? I didn't know it was the same wind gust. Yeah, because the camera. Hands goes up. up, goes up, follows the wind, and that's the wind that that blows Lindsay off the mountain. Okay, well, I'll go with that with you. I just thought that was like more magical realism that we love so much in these movies. Well, Santa's yeah. gonna like perform his like magic, and then yeah, I just thought it was like a camera thing, like a camera technique to take us to the mountain. Well, she's think, already free falling. She's well, already think, in a free fall. I think that speaks to whether or not you believe in Christmas magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid. You're right. <laughs> yes. So, okay, we cut to the future. She's, like, at the hospital, and she has amnesia. And she's, like, trying to rip everything off. She's like, get out of my face. You're keeping me prisoner She's being aggressive here. with the nurse. Really, yeah, really aggressive. <laughs> they are unsure of who she is because she doesn't have ID. She doesn't have anything on her to identify who she is, and she can't remember what her name is at this point. Uh-huh. And then the police let us know that the local policy is that if people can't remember who they are, they are held indefinitely until they can remember it. She's a Jane Doe. I am not a Jane Doe, uh, babe. You are. Um, I thought it was, yeah, really, really convenient for the movie that she's allowed to go off with Jake. But well, that was the other thing. They're like, really you're, funny. You're allowed to be held against your will at the hospital, or you can go stay with this your man, rescuer this yeah. man who found you at at an inn either or either or <laughs> and i'm hard pressed to figure out which one i'd prefer honestly <laughs> and he's like he goes oh it's a it's um it's a bed and breakfast and she goes what kind of breakfast <laughs> yeah what kind of breakfast i hope not bacon who knows though better not be bacon. who knows better not be have, bacon do you have room service so this is what begins this weird the weird blend of what she remembers and what she doesn't remember because yeah. she clearly remembers that she likes nice hotels who doesn't by the way who doesn't yeah that's just a visual <laughs> thing it's just by look um they should have driven her past the belmont so she could pick <laughs> you, right like i i it was pick funny one. it was funny that they didn't they didn't toy with her her sort of remembering or not remembering or yeah there was no toying with that at all it was just like trust us she doesn't remember anything but also watch her make a bed or like whatever or yeah like and they they get her to the point where she's so indoctrinated with the north pole inn or north star inn that they do take her to the belmont and she's like this is disgusting and she throws (laughs) like a brick through the window and she's like this is this is horrible they don't do that either that would be funny that was your rewrite (laughs) Yeah, right. That's your rewrite. Yeah, yeah. So we get to that lodge, and I just write charming. It's so charming. It's so amazing. And then he goes to the lost and found, gives her a pile of clothes, and mm-hmm. she goes, "Are these used?" And he goes, "Yeah, whatever." She goes, "Not sure. This was left by accident." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like an ugly sweater. It's just like a line reading for the ages. She kills yeah. it. It. She. She does. She does light in a way that very few can. She's very good at light. Yeah. I love Lindsay. This really is her comeback. I didn't find her to be bad at all. No, I don't think that she was I don't I didn't mind her performance. I think I think that her worst moments in the movie were the mo- the moments that the script was just doing her a disservice. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's almost shocking that she would do something like this. I saw she was listed as producer. But maybe it's like a fun way to poke fun at herself and also come back in a really lighthearted way. Like there's no stakes on this movie. Come and, on. And a little thing called money. And, well, mm. hard to believe that that played any role in it for me personally. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> We're like last year, let's like rewind to last year when we're like, why is Vanessa Ann Hutchins doing these? And we're just like, it's why a Why is Brooke franchise. Shields in Castle for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> money, bitch. Money, money, money. Um, yeah. So then this is like the that first night I, she's there. I love the room though. I thought her room it's was so cute. charming and so I did, cute. It I has did, a tree. It did. Unfortunately, it was it was ground floor with a lobby exposure. So I would have not enjoyed that. The fact that you open oh. your window and you can see everyone walking by. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're like consider. a you're fancy. A room Steven. snob. You're a, you're a room snob. You're a plain snob. Economy only. No, economy for me. Business for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Steven doesn't mess around with planes <laughs> after that one really horrible plane ride you had that once. I'm not. That one it's time. quality of life. It's quality of life. But um, <laughs> I did, I did love the room. Like you said, there's a funny physical comedy where she sees a puppet of a raccoon and mm-hmm. she calls and him in. Yeah, she falls over the chair. It's very uh-huh. cute. Super um, funny. She does Pratt Falls really well. Yeah. She has like a Lucille Ball energy. And I remember this from Just My Luck. She did the same thing. She was constantly flailing and falling off of things. So it was really yeah. good. And then he comes in to make it all better. But I don't really remember what they say. It's kind of boring. It's kind of, kind of a snooze. And then we also see that Tad, who also has taken a tumble, he, which I loved all these scenes, he stumbles upon like this ice fisherman who... yeah. What's weird about the, his relationship with the ice fisherman is that I think I think this is like supposed to be our first clue that Tad likes other men because there oh, seems to be you think there okay. seems to be a rapport between these two that's more than just friendship. I think. Oh yeah, they're hitting it. They're playing house. They're, okay, when when Tad knocks on the door <laughs> and opens it and screams sanctuary. <laughs> Like he's in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Sanctuary with his like weird accent. Yeah. It was so funny to me. Um, I liked Tad in these scenarios better. Like I didn't want to see him being insufferable influencer. I wanted to see him at this hut. Yeah. Ice fishing. And what I liked about Tad is that he was never, I mean, the the person that he's honestly the worst to is Lindsay Lohan. He's actually very nice to every other character. Every other man. Every other man. About? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What's going on there? What's going um, on there? So Tad, Tad's going to start a relationship with this ice fisherman. And then we see our first, or not our first, because um, we saw it creep through with her love of fine hotels. But we see her wake up mm-hmm. with a sock. She does the routine. With a sock over her eye. <laughs> now she's got sock over her eyes. Because she, she doesn't know. She's not sure. But she's definitely someone it's who like doesn't m- love light. A muscle memory she has. Muscle memory. And she must sleep on her back all night because it stayed put. And she reaches for like a, a like what would be her phone, but it ends up being the remote. Oh my god! <laughs> and she turns on the TV, and we hear the dun dun of the Netflix, and then mm-hmm. it is on the television screen a, a trailer for our favorite Christmas flick of last year, Castle for Chris- Christmas, which I actually really want to rewatch now. Now this is also the first of two <laughs> I it. Castle for Christmas callbacks. Oh, there was two. I well, knew, I know this I knew, one. I knew you didn't catch it. We'll get to it. Well, at the end with the dress, with the dress, I thought. No, no. Wrong. Okay, wrong. 
So this, wrong. This wrong. one this one was good because doesn't she also make a comment like who would even watch this? Is that what she says? Or does she say something? Oh, I else? don't know. I don't remember. I just wrote dead, turns on TV, Castle Christmas is on. I have LOLs all over my page. Just lol. lol. Regardless, her, her reaction to Castle for Christmas is not positive. She turns it off immediately and Immediate. <laughs> yeah. She's like, get this off, get this bullshit off my screen. And she she leaves um the the room and Oh, my my favorite's coming up. Your her favorite name. <laughs> Do you have any names her, you liked? Her naming scene is coming up. <laughs> This was the most insane scene in the movie. It was so funny. Like, I forget. I don't even know how she gets into the room with the girl. It honestly doesn't do, matter. Do you have anything I could dry my hair with? <laughs> yes. Well, girl brings her in. Girl has a functioning hair dryer, I guess. Oh, right. That's how she asks her. She asks her. I'm like, girl, not with those curls. You're using a diffuser, bitch. She she brings her into the room, and yeah. does she does the little girl ask her her name? She's like, what do we call you or something? And Lizzie's like, I don't know. Have anything you love? Do you have any names have, you like? Have any names you like? And the little girl goes, <laughs> we can use one of theirs. Come meet them. And then it's like a bed full of stuffed animals. And I wrote down the names and I thought we should pick. We should okay, pick. what were the names? Okay, Frankie. Yeah. Wallace. <laughs> Potter. Sarah. <laughs> they were really, that was really just only one choice for her, I guess. The, the writers of this movie went, we need to slip only one viable option in there or else it's going to be confusing. <laughs> and I think like what they were trying to do here, even though it wasn't successful because at this point I, I hadn't, I couldn't remember what her original name was. I think that they were trying to show us that she was like close to Sierra by picking Sarah. By picking Sarah. But, yeah. But I, I could not that remember. That escaped me because I didn't me. remember her real name. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, Sarah. I was like, well, it's a good white name for a Christmas movie, I guess. Legitimately, what I thought was, oh, I bet her mom was named Sarah. <laughs> Give this movie too much credit at this point. I had, I was in your exact boat. I completely forgot her name was actually Sierra. So. And- yeah, and then they give they give my second like this 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 scene has too many good lines to pick from, but I guess the girl, the girl is starting to explain that, you know, she treats her, she pretends sometimes that her stuffed animals are her dead mom, and she likes to talk to them. And the, oh yeah, she talks to their, the, the, her mom's picture sometimes. Oh right, right, right. And then which she goes, you're laughing at, you fucking asshole. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. This poor girl. I'm laughing because of the line that comes next. Oh, she, she like it. looks. She looks very earnestly at Lindsay and goes, "I don't know. Like, I don't know if that makes me weird." And then Lindsay <laughs> goes, "I don't even know who I am. Nothing is weirder <laughs> than that." That was a good one. It was a really good line. I was like, the mental patients at this Am point are, are running the asylum. It's like... Seriously. It is... <laughs> Too many kooks in the kitchen. But well, sh- speaking of, we get a, we get a culinary scene next. So ne- the, what happens next truly made me... Like, if I had water in my mouth, it would have been a spit take. Um, Jake is basically saying like, oh my God, we need so much help around here. Blah, blah, blah. I need a housekeeper. And Lindsay walks into frame on housekeeper. <laughs> Which murdered me. I thought, like, that is so funny. Yeah. She's the new housekeeper. <laughs> She's the new housekeeper, and she To do some is... normal stuff. 
Well, what was that's why I had wished that they had taken a darker route because she sets herself up to become like an indentured servant at this at this hotel because she's like, I guess I just have to do normal things and maybe I'll learn yeah. I'll learn how to be a person again. She goes, I wonder what normal things are. What does normal mean? And these and they look at each other like they're like, yes, gotcha, got her <laughs> for free no less because we were struggling. We were struggling. Yeah. And at this point, I just wrote, what should she remember? You know, like post-amnesia. Yeah. Like, should she remember that she doesn't like making beds or laundry? It seems like she's kind of she kind of remembers that she doesn't do these things because she's bad at it. Right. To the point that she almost had no clue how these things work. Like how a sheet yes. works, how a bed works, how a yeah. laundry machine works. She doesn't know how – she doesn't know how anything works. But – yeah, the laundry wasn't her fault. She knocks in too much soap by accident, so. Yeah, but I guess what they're also trying to say is that she never did any of this stuff in her life before, mm-hmm. so even if she did Solid. have amnesia, or sorry, if she didn't have amnesia, she probably wouldn't even know how to make a bed either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, it's blurring that line, like, what does she remember? What does she not remember? I know. I think this is what we like to call the fun and games section. I think they're just like, give us another montage, like you said. Um, Come on, Lindsay, like, show us your best. Doesn't know how to put on a fitted sheet. She does it. The way that the toilet, like, spews back up at her and she screams, it's pretty funny. And that comes back in the blooper reel, I think. It does. The toilet. It's so fun. You know who would be a really good worker at this hotel? Who? You. I was going to say you because you love housekeeping. But you have a degree in home ec. (laughs) <laughs> for those of you at home i have a degree in economics you have a with, degree a, in home with a concentration in home ec. <laughs> <laughs> do you know like growing up my mom like she made lessons out of that shit she would be like go get the ironing board we're gonna iron today like i learned how to be a housewife from a really young age good so. good my mom taught me how to address an they should, they should one make, day they should make a master class for that on that master class website Home My mom would do it. She was very qualified. <laughs> um, I had to learn how to address an envelope one day. I had my mom. Oh, that's a big to, lesson. That's a big one because so many people don't know how to do it, but I know yeah. how. Yeah. Ask me. Come big... to me. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I can cook. I can clean. And also, um, my mom taught me one day how to make a phone call, like a proper phone call, but because she said, if you want pizza for dinner tonight, you have to call it or else we're not eating. <laughs> Why are you reading me your adoption application? For Isn't someone that for, rude? For... <laughs> I want... I want acknowledgement. Well, if you're if you want acknowledgement, this is not the place to get it because they they are they're really also not offering her much much like training. They're sort of just setting her up to fail. Yeah. Because they have big problems and their big problem is that they and we've we've seen this and we have warned anybody that will listen, this is why you don't go against big tech. They start dragging Airbnb's name through the mud. Through the mud. Be careful. All, and all of a sudden, they have no business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, some, I think that someone out in the ether heard that negativity. <laughs> and then they drag their business down. And we also get another hair scene where Lindsay helps the daughter brush her hair or something like that. Yep. And then she and says... says she says, Dina Lohan always says, the worst, <laughs> the worst tangles will sort themselves out. Will sort themselves out. And I said, thank you, Dina. <laughs> but this is another scene that 
that uses so much observational language. It's like, look, a hairbrush. And then they go outside. Look, a sleigh. Look, a horse. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote, this is so rude. I wrote, is this movie for babies? (laughs) (laughs) It's very like, it's actually a good film to learn the language by because it's, it's, it's it's like sight words. (laughs) It's like Looks. Like I know it was rated PG, but it's like it's like PG could usually mean like understands English to a hundred years old. This movie was like birth to a hundred. You can just They're constantly pointing at objects and telling you what they're called. Yeah, but it was really nice to get some tears from Lindsay here. It, it, I basically wrote, she's back. Lindsay's back. She's very good at being emotional, and she's emotional she, when she sees the horse. She is She is good, and she sees the horse named Balthazar, and... and I was like, she can read the word Balthazar post-amnesia. Wow. She also, she also gets a reprimand at work, and she gets yelled at, and... Um, that's what causes her to run away and get all sad, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then they forgive each other. And then he's like, I'm going to make it up to you because even though I haven't paid you, I'm going to take you to the local Christmas market with, with, with our daughter, your soon to be daughter. And hint, hint. <laughs> and they go. And as Lindsay walks in, <laughs> I think she says, Oh my, Oh, a market. It's really cute. And <laughs> it's helpful because it lets us know what it is. Yeah. Um, I was confused. And the creepy Santa is there and we see that he he's an aggressive salesperson and he sells them a snow globe, um, which mm-hmm. I guess is is in lieu of payment for Lindsay. She's just going to she's going to be paid in, in snow globes. Snow going, globes. Going yeah. Forward. And it means a lot to her. So <laughs> good for her. No harm, no foul. Yeah. It. Um, they have. Why, I. What? Oh yeah, you keep going because I wrote down the line, "Who told you you can't sing?" And I don't remember where that comes into place. So you're gonna have to help me. <laughs> well, then they go. Then then the dad is like, "Oh, we better hurry up. We don't want to miss the fireworks and the tree lighting." And we see the tree lighting, uh... and I think they sing during that. And he was, and she was like, "Oh, I don't know how to sing." And he's like, "Just try." He's like, "It's a group environment. No one can hear anyone anyway. So like, yeah, just your, do it. Your voice is gonna get washed out." So she does what sing. He meant. And I think he says that line. Yeah, who told you you can't sing? And then I was like, this is a movie about trauma. Look at us. And then Lindsay does have like this very selfish line where she says to the daughter, like, um, basically like, oh, I hope, you know, you know, I'm, I'm forgotten. I can't believe I'm forgotten. And then she like says to the, to the daughter, like, I hope you never forget me. And the daughter was like, you're the first person I'd remember. And I was like, babe, your mom? How about her? How about what we about keep mommy? her? Well, let's, keep, let's keep mom in, in the number one position. Keep her in your heart, please. <laughs> I don't, I, I skipped ahead after that in my notes. I just have toy drive. Lindsay is mommy, toy drive. Yeah. And she wraps a present with gloves on. Cardinal sin number mm-hmm. one. What? Well, okay, you're right. So we, 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 we lead up to this toy drive outside and then we find out that the whole town loves loves luke they think he's he's a saint you mean jake russell <laughs> luke oh my god i keep calling him luke okay. the whole town loves jake russell yeah he does he they they do like him um 
But I think we also start to see Lindsay start to grow in her position and she starts to learn skills that you would learn in middle school, sort of similar to like things that you learned from your mom. Mm -hmm. Um, One scene did make me laugh when they were making, when they were making the um, gingerbread house together. And she like very innocently puts (laughs) icing on his nose and he grabs a handful of like hard candy and (laughs) throws it (laughs) at her face. It's a movie for babies. And you see it, you hear it like smash against the walls. It was like, you know, you know those stale gumdrops that you use for like. Oh, I know them. Like They're really hard, hard to rock. chew. Hard as rock. Even chew them. He like, in her face. The way that he like threw them is like, like, like those pellets that you use to shoot geese that like spray everywhere. And that's when I was like, he's basically keeping her there as like an unskilled pet. Like, who's not allowed to leave the grounds. <laughs> and then... I just wrote LMAO, this dialogue, hilarious. Um, and that is the moment when everyone goes, that Jake Russell does so much for so many people. I wonder how we could show him, right? Like, that we care. Okay. Isn't that something, okay. the line? <laughs> okay, that is the line, but it felt very much like that woman was telling Lindsay Lohan, like, you need to sleep with him. <laughs> Didn't you think that's what she was saying? She was like, she was like, hmm, we've been, he's been helping our town out for years and we've never been able to think of a way to pay him back. Do you have any ideas? Do you have any ideas? And then I was like, no, that can't be what the movie's saying. And then the next scene is them standing under mistletoe. Under the mistletoe. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, they want her to have sexual relations with him as a way to This is a town that wants to use legal prostitution to help bring the in back. (laughs) Or illegal, maybe. Now, I did love this because she she says no, like, or he says no, like, we're not going to kiss. Yeah. Like, but you should have de- she remember what mistletoe is? I want to know. I, this is where I'm getting bogged down. I'm getting bogged down in the details. It was weird, right? Because he sort of explains it to her, but she gives him a look like, I don't need an explanation. Like, I know what we do here. And um, regardless... They regardless, he calls it off. <laughs> he calls, he calls it, off. it off. And then the next morning in the in the lodge, I had the <laughs> the biggest scream laugh I've ever had watching a movie in a long time. The two I think I know. The I two I know. the two guests <laughs> are checking out. From the sleigh. From the sleigh. Yeah. And they're checking out and they are walking out and, and Lindsay just yells at them, Thanks for staying at the North Star. <laughs> as the dead body to the guests. It's like me on my first day at like I scream laugh so hard because I'm like, imagine being them. Like you, you, the last time you saw this person, she was dead on the ground. And now she's working at the hotel. She sees them one more time. Was it like earlier at the hotel? And they go, oh, hey, like, how are you? How are you feeling? She goes, you know me. (laughs) And they were like, oh, yeah, like we saw you that one day. At the hospital or whatever, and I just died laughing at you. Know me? <laughs> it, was it was very, so... it was very like um, Buddy the the Elf. Yeah, yeah. It was. It had that big energy. So I was sad to see them go, but I was happy that at least we got to see her deliver that line. Um, I have to look up that actress because it was her first movie for sure. She had nothing going on behind the eyes. It was so funny. It was hard. And, and then we get a scene next. The, the grandmother goes, I call this my memory book. It's a scrapbook. 
Yeah, sweetie, we, girl, we know what that is. Turns okay. out the mom. Turns out the mom has taken inappropriate pictures of all the guests over the years, and they've kept them in a book, so they will remember everybody who's ever stayed there and what you they remember look like. me forever. <laughs> It's like very pre-social media. In a lot of ways, a commentary is the opposite of what Tad is. You know, these people are like truly living in the moment. Yeah. Tad and then, is not. What's What's really funny about the scrapbook is that they, they imply like, oh, there's something. Um, the grandmother goes, I'm going to leave this with you. And when you're done, put it away. But I like... Basically, it's like she's like saying, like, I want you, I want you to look at this book. Like, there's gonna be something in this book that you need. And then I was thinking, oh, like, I bet her, like Lindsay Lohan's parents stayed at the mo- this hotel. Oh, that would have been cool. And then nice like, little slip up motel. Like, right, and that's how they knew that, like, they wanted to build a resort here, right? That would have been so cool. So she passes her the book. <laughs> the grandmother walks out of the room. The grandmother is gone for one second. Lindsay slams the book shut. <laughs> Goes put it in the drawer. And puts it in the That's drawer. That's enough. It's enough for me. It's so funny to me. <laughs> because like they made such pains for her to be like, I want to leave you alone with this book now. Like What you do with it is your choice. <laughs> she doesn't even look in it. No, I know. She has her mind made up about what she's going to do with the book. She immediately closes it, and I think she puts it in the drawer, and mm-hmm. that's when she sees the angel. Mm-hmm. And sad, sad. I mean, imagine going through with someone's like desk, and then they catch you, and you say, "Hey, I found this in your desk. You really need to. You really need to put this on display. You need to put this up." <laughs> It was all so on the nose, this movie, that I started to come to expect it. And you look exactly on his face, and he's like, oh, it's just too hard. He's literally to, like, this, like is, this. this is an angel. It goes, on, it goes on top of a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree is something we put up for Christmas. It's, yeah. it's right over there. What's it doing in your drawer? <laughs> he's like, have you heard of your wife dying? I'm a widow. <laughs> it's, it's, almost it like they, it's almost like they found a converter online where they just plugged in the plot summary and it, it just spat out the dialogue for them as a way oh, to yeah. to be like, okay, um, Lindsay finds Angel in drawer, at, wonders why it's not hanging up. It's like it's yeah. like they just took that and then that's that became the dialogue. Of I the wrote movie. at some point in my notes, this movie was cooked out by a machine. <laughs> like they plugged in every Christmas movie, shook it around, and they said, like a snow spit blob. out a script. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I wish that they just would have given it a second pass because I think there were so many opportunities. Like given that there were so many plot holes to begin with, like like let's just let's just go for broke and 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 make it as kooky as we could. Yeah. Um, but this one went through production quickly, is how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh so they this have... becomes a Save the Lodge movie. Let me just pause. I, it becomes a Shark were, Tank movie. They were hinting at it with the Airbnb <laughs> comment, but can am I, I didn't wrong? Get it. I didn't. Get yeah, it. am I wrong in saying for all the things that were really not subtle in this movie? Yeah, the Save the Lodge of it all was so subtle to the point where I'm like, wait, an hour and fifteen in, now it's a Save the Lodge movie? Really? Well, some, something that we've been really generous about that we haven't said yet is that like this this forty ish minutes we've been talking about really drags because it's like (laughs) it's like where are we going like the scenes of her learning how to work at the lodge getting better at working at the lodge 
takes literally 30 minutes to 40 minutes. And in all of that, we get no semblance or rather the movie doesn't pick up on that thread again that we're going to need to make money for the lodge. It's not until after this scene where he degrades her again that she's like, oh, if I really want to earn my keep, I better come up with a good idea quick. Because um, he says something to her like, I think she's like, oh, I know what it is. And I've made up my mind already. (laughs) Well, that. He comes around fast, I just want to say. But she pitches this idea because we're going to, we need to raise money for the lodge. And he's like, she's like, we need to keep the memory of the North Star Lodge alive. And do you remember what he says back to her? Is this when he goes, it's not you? No, he goes, what do you know about memories? You can't even (laughs) remember your name. So, I had a different line written down from before that where he goes, it's not you. And then he goes, actually, it is you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've changed me. But you're but right. Yeah. Like he, he lashes out and then, and then he has like one talk with his daughter and the grandma. And they're like, actually, this is our only option. We need to do this yeah. telethon or whatever it is to raise money. Yeah, um, this memory ball night. And the flyers are produced Instantaneously, yeah. They, they print quick. They print the them out on the laser jet, and they are yes. shiny and, and beautiful. And his whole his whole world changes. And then we get we they tie this up real quick. The next scene we get is, and I felt like this was very emotionally manipulative. He makes Lindsay Lohan put the dead wife's favorite angel up on the tree, which I feel like as if I was the daughter, I would be like a little bit uncomfortable watching that, but she mm. does it. <laughs> The girl is ready to move on, Abby. Oh, the she's girl ready. is ready. She's ready to move on. That's why she was like, she's I'm going to. chosen a new mom. Uh, yeah. Yes. And then, in case you forgot, her, Lindsay Lohan's family, staff members, they haven't started looking for her yet until have, right yeah. now. Until right in now. Ca- in case you haven't forgot, they, I wrote, these kooks at the Belmont didn't file a missing persons report. <laughs> Her, her Not sister, for one second. Her sister, Aliana Lohan, opens the door, or she's like, they're like, um, she said not to disturb us. And Aliana Lohan goes, it's been two days. Exactly like that. And he goes, okay, let's go in. So they go in, the bed's made, and they're like, that. that's when they know that something's up, because she would yeah. never make her bed. <laughs> and this is when they... The dad comes back. No, they, back. they don't get caught as not like acting until dad comes back. And then dad's like, what the fuck? And then they go up into her room and they're like, whoa. And he's like, my daughter, oh my God, there's sirens in my environment. He goes, my daughter would never leave without her luggage. True. Yeah. So it's at least four days, I guess, I guess after that, that we yeah. actually start to get the hunt on. And that's It's a long when- weekend. <laughs> for sure so they go to the police um and then while this is all happening it's the night of the memory ball um and the grandma this timeline love it this scene was shocking to me the grandma comes in to Lindsay lohan's room and goes i got you something inappropriate and, oh, and shoes <laughs> and shoes oh yeah i know you want to know what that red like you ever give someone a present and you see them go through it and they're like wow thank you so much and you know there's one more thing in the bag that they've forgotten <laughs> and you just want to be like um, there's a card and there's a card in there. Don't throw it out. Like, don't throw it away. <laughs> that was like, the line. Read on and shoes. And shoes. But what was <laughs> weird is that like, okay, I was like, they're going to play. They could, they could do this one of three ways. 
One of them, yeah. which I hope they wouldn't do, is they're going to get a really sexy dress, which which is what they chose. That's another, what they chose. <laughs> another one is that they get a, a modest, normal dress, sort of like Brooke Shields with, with that, that tartan look. Yeah. The third option is that they would have gone for a hideous dress that the grandma picked out. That would have oh, been Oh, see, your, your mind works really differently than mine. I, I saw two options. It's dead mom's dress. <laughs> well, I thought for or sure. Or something it- new. <laughs> I did think that it could be the dead mom's dress. Those were my two options in my head. And I'm she, very glad with what they went with. When very she tasteful. comes down the stairs, whoa. It is a sexy, sexy dress. Hot, Hot Lots dress. Lots of cleavage. I mean, cold. I would be cold. No, I know. It's like, it. it it's so like revealing that it makes a lot of sense that she's in a sequined shawl, like the next yeah. scene. <laughs> Well, so then she comes in. Yeah, she comes down. She puts her sequin on, and he goes, "Let's let's do last looks. Let's do last looks for the party." And she like walks through, and then I was like, "Oh my god, she she has become the vice president of atmosphere." <laughs> oh, good read on it. Like she's wow. naturally. I wrote down she was the director of ambiance, but then I realized that's not actually her title. It's vice president. Vice of, president of atmosphere. atmosphere. So she does become the vice president of atmosphere. Um, in the in this scene, they like are standing belly to belly, and this is the first scene where I was like, "Oh my god, they did meet." Oh, you remembered in my that first watch. This was when I first realized that they had met before. Oh, see, I was still in the dark on my first watch. I still said, oh, "You know, who was that guy in the beginning?" I don't remember. <laughs> but um, he's very unassuming looking, Jake. Very unassuming. Um, this is a moment for a lined finish where the, someone goes, you look, and then he finishes, beautiful. And it's just like this fucking movie. This fucking movie. Well, we have to, we have to, I, they have to wrap everything up because we have all these things coming together at once. We get this really yeah. emotional scene where the townspeople um, come together and they make monetary donations to the North Star Lodge. And this was actually a very touching scene. I thought it was mm-hmm. really well done. And um, they share their memories and they give them checks and it's really nice. Yeah, I would, for one second, I wanted to see an insert on a check. Like just show me an amount. Show me I didn't amount. see any. But it's okay. Whatever you can give. But this is getting spliced in with a funny scene where Tad and the ice fishermen arrive at the police station Mm-hmm. Right when Lindsay Lohan's dad is there looking for Lindsay, and mm-hmm. they run into each other, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, I found Tad so insufferable. I just like glazed over this. <laughs> I did like that Tad got that man um, unarrested. I couldn't tell why they were arresting him. Oh, that was so funny. He just um, what did I? I wrote it down. It was something like, get the cuffs off of him. It's Christmas after all. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're Wait. like, let's let's stay in touch. And they like wink at each other. Um, oh, I thought I wrote it, but okay. Yeah, they get to the station and very, it's very easily to find Lindsay Lohan. It's very easy. The sheriff knows where she is. He knows. Yeah. He goes, sh- I know where she is. Is right. it the sheriff? Or some someone at the, the station sh- knows. The police officer at the station was originally the guy in the hospital. And I guess they either show him a picture or they let him know. But he he's the one that leads them to her. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like he could have done this legwork on his own. But he he did not. Um, nope. And then, Someone had to come looking for her. And just as it looks like um, 
Lindsay and Luke. Jake. Jake. (laughs) Lindsay and Luke are, they're like standing really close together. They look like a, they look like a family. Lindsay, Jake, the kid and the grandmom. Tad, Tad Burson. Uh huh. He's like, oh my God, thank God I found you. (laughs) And real quick. Lindsay remembers real fast, all it's, in that moment. Well, the way this scene is done is it's very strange because she's telling us that she remembers, but her face is like doubting it Confusing. a little bit. Yeah. It was a little bit confused as to like what she actually remembered. Yeah. I, I am engaged. I I, I do have a dad. I do it's like all in that moment. Do I have a mom? No, I don't have a mom. So no, no she, mom. She leaves and it's a whirlwind. She doesn't even seem upset about leaving. She just goes. She's like, this is my life now. She leaves and the way she leaves was a little bit rude, I do think. And I think it made sense like why the grandmother was like kind of rude to her as she was leaving because it was really disrespectful the way that they left. Like (laughs) they just walked right out. And thanks for keeping her by. Yeah, the grandma, he was like, I can tell by the way that my daughter looks right now, that you did a good job of taking care of her. And then I thought, okay, naturally, there's a donation pile here. They're going to make a donation. Yeah, something. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Here's a check. They leave, and the grandmother's like, she has her family that she has to go to. And then they leave. It's Christmas morning. Um, There's a ridiculous press conference that I don't even care about. Which right. makes little to no sense. Okay, I guess but, it was getting a lot of media attention. Okay, but this was the second Castle for Christmas reference. The mom, oh the God. grandmom opens, they open their gifts. The grandmom opens hers. Do you remember what she got? No, not at all. On two she watches. Said, she said, thank you for my book. I love it. My book. It was a book written by Brooke Shields' character from Castle for Christmas. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Why didn't I catch sure. that? Um, I'm confused by that. So that one's for the fact check next week. Maybe you'll have to apologize. Maybe. So then, so then, but we see that the dad, the Luke is so upset and he is so mad and he's like, "Ugh, this Christmas sucks. Even though I'm with my family, um, blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay is also kind of down in the dumps because she's with Tad and they Mm -hmm. do that press conference, which is supposed to be about her being saved but she uses it to plug the north star hotel the north star inn that's north star inn it's really good i had a really good time there north star yes north star inn (laughs) not do not stay at an airbnb north star inn yeah airbnbs (laughs) are gross so she she plugs it and then sweet cute it was cute and we can tell that her and tad might be not in it for the long haul Mm -hmm. and she ends up breaking up with tad in the hallway and i actually thought this scene was really nice because she says like you're a good guy and this just isn't gonna work for us and i actually thought it was very mature the way that she handled the breakup it was and he handled it well too he handled it hit well too and i thought like you know what? He actually isn't a bad guy. He was just, he's just, he's just, he's just gay. gay. 
he's and and that's okay. They there's make nothing, like the borderline nothing, villain gay. There's nothing in wrong all with these that. movies. And he ends up seducing the head butler, and they um they get. What are you the, doing? Get in the car. Years, get in the car. Um, and at the same time, they at the North Star, they realize that they're getting all these calls, and that since Lindsay Lohan threw them all this business, he has to marry her now. Yes, that's the exact logic <laughs> that they wanted you to think. So that business he, and marriages, that's how they work. <laughs> yeah. So he he's like, okay, guys, enjoy your Christmas breakfast. I got to go. And he goes yeah. over to the to the Belmont and... On a sleigh on pulled a, by Balthazar. <laughs> okay, but also not just any sleigh, a brand new sleigh. Who put the sleigh there? Was it a Santa? Sleigh. <laughs> A sleigh. Who? They're like, they're, he's like, let me go dust off the snowmobile. And he goes, and he's like, oh, damn it. Like, oh, darn it. Probably not yeah. damn it because it's a movie for babies. Yeah. And he like looks out the window and they're like, what's that? It's a sleigh. Who put that there? It was confusing who put the sleigh there. Maybe it was the Santa Claus. or I think it was, it was Santa. Okay. So Santa put it. Okay. Maybe that was the wish. Um, with magic. So he, he gets there in time. He connects with Lindsay and... They walk out into the courtyard and the dad is there. Actually, no, this was a really weird scene because Lindsay and and uh, Luke are out there and they're like, oh my God, Jake, Jake sorry. <laughs> Lindsay and Jake are out there and he's like, oh, so glad you just divorced your fiance. Like we should get together. And then, yeah, he didn't even have to pitch himself because she was already on board. Yeah. She was already there. And like, I think they kiss and then like the... Yeah, I know. Kiss. I know they just had to get all the characters together, but it was really, really weird to me that her dad brought his daughter out <laughs> into the little courtyard. It was sort of bizarre. Okay, yeah, he just had to be their dad. And she, just, that, is this where she's like, "Daddy, I don't want the job." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? he's, he's like, "I've never been more proud of you in my the entire nepo life. job that you created for me. Don't want it. Don't want it. I want to do something else." Think so. <laughs> Ten years later, the North Star is an Airbnb because they couldn't compete. <laughs> it's all Airbnbs, um, and then it—that's uh, basically the ending. Yeah, I mean, we get that weird. Everyone's out front. We get. We finally, um, when when um, Jake arrives, I forgot this part until right this moment. He pitches himself at the limousine window, mm-hmm. and he's like confessing his love for her. And he and when he rolls down the window, it's Tad mm-hmm. in the car. And I think that's the point where I wrote, I knew Tad was gay. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is that they play it like Tad thought that he was talking to him for real. And he's like, yeah. sorry, you're a little late. Because <laughs> Tad's in there, yeah, with the guy. But um, yeah, so I, I felt really justified in that moment. I was like, I knew I was getting vibes. And then it made it so when Jake meets Lindsay in the courtyard, he doesn't have to pitch himself at all. Because he already yeah. pitched himself to a window, you know. He's like, yeah, yeah everyone, I'm not going to do that again. Everyone comes out front. Um, more magical realism. The daughter's wish came true, and mm-hmm. Jake really, in a cringe way, brought some mistletoe for the kiss. And he's like, "I don't know if you know what this is, but blah blah." blah. And Lindsay's like, "I know what to do with this," and she chucks it, and they kiss. I wrote, "Wow, I'm dead." <laughs> and then blooper reel, Bl- blooper reel, and then it ends. And the blooper reel really was the highlight of the movie. It was highlight so of the good. movie. If you Best part. If you left before it, you need to go back and watch it. Yeah, it's you so need to funny. fast forward. This was, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was actually my second Christmas movie I watched this week. Um, wow, good for you. What did you watch? The, the first one? one? The first one was with Vanessa Lachey. It was about a, 
She was okay. Get this. She was trying get a to, of this. She was. She and this guy were both putting bids on a space. She wanted to open up a year-round Christmas store. He wanted to open up a gourmet chocolate shop. And they they get to they want to fight the whole movie about it's who's faded. about who is going to be able to buy the store. But conveniently enough. Those are two businesses that can operate together, and they Weird. end up together. I hadn't even thought about it until you said it. <laughs> um, that was good too. Why I are really, these movies so corny? I really liked. I really liked the Vanessa Lachey one. I like this one too. I think. I wish. I think they could have cut out about thirty minutes in the middle. I already know it was very short to begin with, but <laughs> you can't lose thirty from this, and it becomes a short film. <laughs> becomes a TV episode. Um, Seriously, so funny. But overall. Really enjoyed it. I thought that I did think that it was a little bit weird that, um, as you may know, um, Lindsay Lohan's co-star in The Parent Trap, Natasha oh, Richardson, I, sad. Yeah, I was going to bring this died up. Died in a skiing accident. I know. I know. So that was weird. Although when I when I watch Out of Control Skiers, the only thing I ever think about is remember that remember that time that Gwyneth this guy wanted to sue Gwyneth because she was out of control skiing and ran him and over. And you said I hope she I hope he rots in hell. I hope he rots in prison for the rest of his life for bringing that lawsuit. On to Gwyneth. But yeah, out of control skiing is a big deal. But um, it it is really dangerous, and it was played for complete lols in this movie, which like you just have to really just take the ride. You got to be like, okay, this is a bunch of green screen work and a bunch of stunt work. Yeah, and head injuries when, are funny in this. World. When it head injuries are funny in this world. When it cuts to the hospital and they say like she's all right, she just has um some minor a minor concussion or whatever. My mind immediately went to Natasha Richardson, and I was like, oh yikes! Like this movie really has to distance itself from that kind of a narrative like quick. Well, what's funny so, about the concussion? They went goof. The concussion of it too is that like <laughs> they put her to work with a concussion within yeah. 24 hours. She's, uh-huh. she's, no, and no one babysat her that night to see if she'd stayed <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> no one was there to monitor her headache or to see if it got worse. This movie, like like so many that we've covered on Star Vehicle, it doesn't want to take any pains to have to explain itself. Why bother when it can just have fun? So it's yeah. just like, yes, it's like, of course she has amnesia, but she's going to go right to work. Of course she's not going to stay at the hospital. She's going to go off with Jake and this stranger. Like, of course. Like, they just do a lot of, um, it's a movie where no one's really looking to fight. <laughs> There's no conflict. Yeah, I agree. And it was it was very enjoyable. Um, there really were no problems in the movie, which I always love. Like, there were, aside no from the financial problems at the end, even though that was a big problem, the fact that they just didn't talk about it until there was a really quick solution was good because then we didn't have to yeah. stress. It's low stress, low stress, and I appreciate it, man. My life is stressful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Whew. I can't say it's my favorite Christmas movie. Um, I think I love Dun Dunbar. <laughs> Dun Dunbar my, really did something to me. Out of out of like the Netflix specific Christmas movies we've watched. For sure. I think Castle for Christmas, I really enjoyed. I also really like that one with Emma Roberts. That was really good. Oh, Holiday? Holiday. Now, oh, Holiday, that one's in a league of its own, though. Holiday like, put that is, one in theaters. Holiday is not for babies. It's very it's crass. Not, it's not for babies. Yeah, I, you know what? This is my favorite movie that was made for babies. Made for babies. This is my number um, one. It was, it was very enjoyable in that sense. And... Yeah. 
Um, I hope that this is a return to form for Lindsay. I think that what it showed us is that Lindsay can really do the physical comedy, which I would love. But I also mm-hmm. think that Lindsay needs a, she needs a serious piece as well. Cause I would love to see her like, this is what I said to you about Tar, which was that like Tar for me would have been a great movie if it was Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> You did say that. You're like, cast J-Lo. Imagine J-Lo as Tar. Like, I would be there. I would be there opening night. We know, Steven. We know. (laughs) So I think Lindsay needs a Tar. Like, she needs a... I'm waiting for her to come back with something really serious. I think this was the safest way possible to come back. I think it's just like, no one cares if this movie's good or bad. And if anything, it's always going to exceed expectations. Because it did for me. It is 100% better than I would have ever thought. And I will say that, like, I I genuinely... I bought into her attraction towards him... Yes. I did yes, not buy into couple. his attraction towards her sometimes because it felt like, oh. for me, sometimes it was very like, what can she do for me? And and <laughs> she was like, oh, I really love him, even though he verbally yells at me and tells like, me. I need a housewife. Right. Like, so the romance, the romance was almost there, but I like no, this couple. No complaints. I- we like to think, we like to um, sometimes pose the question, like, do they have staying power? I think they do. Um, for sure. I They're still they together. Have, I think they have for staying me. power. And I think that they, I think unlike a lot of the other couples that we've seen, they they, yeah. they do have similar interests. They both love the hotel industry. That's for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They both. And that's they, it. <laughs> they both love hotels. They both love hotels. And that's it. She had an okay time skiing, even though we know she doesn't really ski. He brought she it did, out on She her. did fine. She did just fine. She pizzaed. Yeah. She pizzaed her way down. Pizzaed but, her way. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's that. I feel good about that. Um, first Christmas movie of the season. Always so glad to have one on the books. I'm very glad it was not Four Christmases. Um, oh, the this worst one, movie ever. This one reeked of Christmas, unlike Four Christmases. That's my that's my big note. Like, you just got to smack me in the face like those candies. You got to hit me in the head with Christmas. Or else I'm Yeah, out. I did. I think, like, one of the things that really worked for the movie was the setting of it. It felt so... Yeah. It felt so such an escape that it was an escape it, yes it, it was its it own was, little pocket yeah like the outside world didn't really communicate with us so yes. it was almost like is Lindsay alive is she dead is she dreaming this is she in heaven is she in hell is she is she just in like a weird state because they were in like yeah. this weird make-believe bubble, which I love. It was great. I loved it. It was timeless and locationless. That's why I, I wrote it multiple times. Where Where is the Belmont? Could be Canada, could not be. I'd like to visit is all I have to say. Well, we'll look forward to see what Lindsay does next. This was for sure a star vehicle because honestly, oh, yes. who would have watched this if it wasn't for Lindsay? In the, same way, in the same way that we wouldn't have watched Castle for Christmas if there was no Brooke Shields. Of course. So I, we, if you weren't on board with Star Vehicle, we hope you're on board now because... There's a lot more where this came from. <laughs> oh my God. You're going you're to have to work on your elevator pitch. <laughs> I hope, I, I don't want to drag this out any longer, but I really hope Lindsay ends up with a career more like J-Lo going forward. Like mm. I would love Era's Lindsay. And like, I just want to see her cook out a movie every 18 months mm-hmm. and I want them to get increasingly better. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like so psyched. Like I hope I she, she does will. that. I think she will. She looks great. She looks really she with looks it. Great. 
I think she's, yeah. I think, she, I think it, you can only go up from here and that's not saying yeah. that she's in a low place, but like she can only, she can only continue to do well. Yeah. I'm psyched. Oh my God. Ugh, I can't wait for another Lindsay on the pod. Um, don't forget to like rate review you guys, Apple podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. We will be bringing you another new release next week. Um, yeah. Merry freaking Christmas. Yeah. Mer- <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to say Merry Christmas. Don't be afraid to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> We do not. No, guys. No, 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 guys. No, 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 just, no. Just say, say happy holidays. holidays. It's easier. Happy holidays. We're two like former A students. Like, no, 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 no. no, no I take no, it no. back. Happy holidays. All right. Bye, Steven. Okay, bye.